This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, February 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP pitches water fund. Drought still here. Wine celebrates 2021. And right to repair gets hill push. Republicans pitch water infrastructure fund. GOP Senators Andreas Borges of the San Joaquin Valley and Jim Nielsen of the Sacramento Valley have introduced a bill to establish a water storage and conveyance fund. While the measures would not add any new money for such projects, the fund would earmark $2.6 billion for constructing sites reservoir, $685 million for fixing conveyance canals damaged by subsidence, if the budget allows. Without substantial new investments and commitments to capture, store, and move water throughout the state, whole communities will be subject to water scarcity, and farmers will be unable to produce adequate food supplies, threatening food and national security, the lawmakers argue in an op-ed for Cal Matters accompanying the measure. Borges and Nielsen are encouraging the legislature to fund these projects in the state budget through excess state revenues, which by law must be spent on either infrastructure or schools or returned to taxpayers. Snowpack drops below average under warm, dry weather. A monthly snow survey by the Department of Water Resources highlights the extreme weather whiplash that has been California's modern hydrology. The statewide snowpack stands at 92% of average for this date, dropping from about 160% in late December when a series of winter storms swept through the Sierra. Along with a dry January, warm and sunny conditions at high elevations have led to substantial snowmelt. The numbers will continue to fall over the next couple of weeks as dry conditions persist, that according to UCLA climate scientist Daniel Swain. We are definitely still at a drought, said DWR Director Carla Nemeth. The variability of California weather proves that nothing is guaranteed. Wine leaders tip a glass to 2021 but expect harder years to swallow. Looking back in 21, business analyst Rob McMillan of Silicon Valley Bank is calling the year good but not great. In a new State of the Industry report, McMillan details how wine sales surpassed pre-pandemic levels, bolstered by a thriving direct-to-consumer market and the strongest ever year for mergers and acquisitions. A third of the winery owners surveyed said it was their best year ever. Yet McMillan is quick to add some context. Looking at a single good year doesn't define the industry as successful any more than looking at 2020 defines the business as a failure, he cautions. Interest in wine is falling among younger consumers, while baby boomers are consuming less, and spirits stole a share of the markets last year, sobering expectations for a recovery in wine. We predicted there would be a reopening celebration, and it turns out we were correct, writes McMillan. But the reopening celebration that took place in 21 did not include the wine industry. Senator takes on equipment manufacturer. One of the Senate's few farmers, Montana Democrat John Tester, has introduced a right-to-repair bill that would make it easier for producers to maintain their own equipment. Among other things, the Agriculture Right to Repair Act would require 
manufacturers to make available any documentation, part, software, or tool needed to maintain or repair equipment. Manufacturers also would be required to protect farmers' data from hackers and to return data to producers. I've been a farmer my whole life, and I've seen the unfair practices of equipment manufacturers make it harder and harder for folks to work on their tractors themselves, forcing them to go to an authorized mechanic and pay an arm and a leg for necessary repairs, said Tester, who has previously pushed the Federal Trade Commission to get involved with the issue. From the manufacturer's point of view, Kip Edinburgh, Senior Vice President of Government and Industry Relations for the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, said Tester's bill, quote, is a solution in search of a problem and would undermine important regulations that keep farmers safe and protect our environment. Bill sought to address climate smart ag. A report the Bipartisan Policy Center is releasing today outlines a series of recommendations for accelerating the development of climate-smart agriculture and forestry practices. The recommendations include using USDA's Commodity Credit Corporation to leverage carbon markets and supply chain initiatives. The report also says tax credits would help incentivize ag and forestry carbon sequestration projects. The report dovetails with the Biden administration's plans for using the CCC to fund a series of pilot projects. Ag Secretary Tom Bilsack will headline the report's release at a virtual event this morning. Senate Ag member recovering from stroke. Senate Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow says she's hearing very positive news about Senator Ben Ray Luan's recovery from a stroke. Luan, a New Mexico Democrat who joined Stabenow's committee a year ago, was reportedly hospitalized last week. His absence from the Senate could leave Democrats without the critical 50th vote they need to approve a nominee whom the Republicans are united against. But Stabenow told reporters that's life now in a 50-50 Senate. We're all human beings, and something could happen to us at any time, she said. Time for just in case, not just in time, beef supply. A new report says the beef industry could consider new packaging and improve storage protocols to have more meat on hand during future supply shocks. That suggestion is one of several tucked into a report authored by Don Close, a senior animal protein analyst for Rabobank. He says supply safeguards could be implemented in several ways, including improvements in how beef is sold to consumers. We have used the same product packaging of the cellophane and foam trays for as long as I can remember, and we've had a complete revolution of how consumers shop, Close said, specifically mentioning meal kits and online grocery ordering. I think we could extend the shelf life of product and we can move more inventory on hand to serve as a shock absorber when we have these kinds of disruptions in the marketplace. Here's today's She Said It. It's not just cool, it's a sexy business to be in. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross describing the industry's efforts to fight climate change, its role in feeding the world, and its new gadgets to play with. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, February 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Chuck Alley.